Hello, welcome to Politics Weekly. I'm Vin Peterson, and today we're going to be discussing a series of controversial bills that Governor Ducey signed, and we're also going to be talking about a bill in Florida that's been getting a lot of press recently. And I have a special guest that I want to introduce me uh, that I want to introduce, and that is my mother. Hi. <laughs> so, so we're going to start with a bill that Governor Ducey signed, um, and it's an abortion restriction. It bans abortions after 15 weeks, and Arizona is one of several states to have a law that will ban abortion entirely if Roe v. Wade were overturned, with um, ban it entirely with the only exception being life of the mother. The law bans abortion after 15 weeks with no exceptions for rape victims um, or people who are victims of incest. And the date is calculated from the first menstrual period, meaning that it could outlaw abortion perhaps before 15 weeks of pregnancy, depending on the scenario. Because it's, the, I guess, not conception, but like your last date of your period or something like that, right? Yes, that's correct. So what, when does this go in effect? 90 days after the state, after the state legislature is done. Okay, so... With their session. Ducey signed, right? Yes. And then what happens next? It becomes law. Okay. And so, how does it... So the legislator meets and says, like, okay, we're going to make it a law? The legislator already voted to pass it, and Ducey signed it in a law, and then it will be... And it'll take effect after the state legislative session is done. Oh, I see. Okay. And the, it allows exceptions for a medical emergency. None for rape or incest, however. Um... um However, the physician must issue a statement and a reason within 30 days or is subject to a Class 6 felony, potentially up to six years in prison. So, you could still have an abortion if it's... A medical emergency. ...gonna, yeah, hurt the mother. Yeah. Right? But you have to find a doctor that's going to... File a report to, with the state attorney general to clarify that this, in fact, did happen. The pregnancy did, in fact, put the life of the mother at risk. Oh, my gosh. And Ducey said in the past that he supports exceptions for victims of rape and incest. However, the signing of this latest bill seems to contradict that. Were you surprised that he signed it? What Did you think he was going to sign it? I thought he was going to veto it and then ask for the legislator to include exceptions for rape victims. Really? Yes. But he just signed he, it. Yes. Um, and Arizona already has some very strict abortion laws, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, it includes mandated counseling, and, among other things. Oh, okay. And it's actually even been even been sued for sometimes having too strict abortion laws, and it's been valid in court, though it's won all of those currently. But this is an even further restrictive law that they just passed. Yeah, for sure. And... Yep. And also in this bill, in the arguments, it claims that childbirth is safer than abortion, despite that being false, according to the NIH and the CDC, by the way. It says that in the bill? It says that childbirth is safer than abortion, but in their arguments, but that is false. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, according to the CDC and the NIH. You can look at those statistics if you're interested. Okay. You can easily find them online. Okay. And... Ducey signs another law relating to transgender children in sports. He had a big day. How many, how many bills did he sign? Yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He had a big day, and all of them were very controversial. Okay. So Ducey signs a bill that will ban transgender individuals in elementary or high school from competing at in interscholastic sports. Completely. So they're not allowed. No. And in Utah, the Republican governor actually vetoed a law very similar to this, actually. Arguing oh. that it was going too far. Really? Utah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what happened was that the Republican state legislature overrid that veto. In in Utah? Yes. Okay, so so a bill like this exists in Utah. Yeah, but it was but the Republican governor vetoed it, but it was overridden because they were able to get two-thirds of the state legislature to agree on it. Ugh, Okay. But that doesn't happen in Arizona because the, the they got the Republicans have a sixteen fourteen majority in the state Senate and a thirty one twenty nine majority in the state House. Wow! So it's about as narrow as it can possibly get. Yeah. And this is not usually a, pr- a problem that we need to address because the Arizona Interscholastic Association already has a solution about this reviewing transgender individuals on sports by a case-by-case basis, so we already have a system that works and we've had it in place for the past 15 years or so. Really? Yes. Okay. Why, why do you think Why do you think this is such a priority? For Ducey? Yeah, and just the legislature. Like, what, why are they doing this to, to trans kids? Is it to send a political message? I guess so. And that's all I have on the trans bill. There's another bill. This bill is very likely unconstitutional. It's a new requirement requiring Arizona residents to show proof of citizenship at polls in per- for in-person voting. Jake Hoffman, the, a Republican who introduced this legislation, has promoted false, Trump's false claims of widespread voter fraud. Okay. Current Arizona law... Um, requires proof of citizenship to register to vote, but not for in-person voting. And you can register as a federal-only voter if you cannot provide documented proof that you are a U.S. citizen, and it's punishable by perjury if you're not a U.S. citizen and you are, in fact, an alien. And that is, is it, it's always been punishable, right? Yeah, it's always has been. Yeah. And there has been very little cases of aliens voting in federal elections unlawfully. Right. So this isn't really a problem. So if I went to the polls, yeah, and I was just like, "Hey, here, I'm here. Here's my driver's license and my yeah. voter ID card. Mm-hmm. Could I vote? Only if your driver's license is a real ID. Oh, because the real ID proves you're a U.S. citizen. Okay. You can bring your passport and still vote, though. Okay. Or like a birth certificate, but many people in rural areas don't have them. Or like, and Native American voters with tribal IDs, those won't be accepted anymore. So that will be a problem. And this law requires proof of citizenship for in-person voting, despite a 2013 Supreme Court ruling saying that this law, these types of laws, citizenship laws for in-person voting, are unconstitutional. And oh, so the Supreme Court even said it's illegal. But keep in mind, 2013 Supreme Court versus today's Supreme Court is a lot different. It's much more conservative leaning today. So they might just try it again, and it might get through. Yes, uh huh. And the Arizona Republic says about over a hundred thousand um, people could potentially be prevented from voting under this new provision. Uh, okay. And they've already ended the permanent early voter list under a law that was introduced by Senator Rita 
Ujantarita, and that was signed by Governor Ducey and passed on a strictly party-line vote, which would end a permanent early voting list, which was passed in the, le- in the Republican legislature in 2007. But now it's called the active early voter list, which means that if you don't vote for four years in a consecutive election, you will be purged from the permanent early voter list completely, so it's no longer permanent. So you have to re-register? Yeah, if you don't vote for four years in a row. Okay. It's not a way to improve voter turnout, but nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And in Florida, you might have heard about the controversial bill called HB 1557, or the Parental Rights and Education Act, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Oh, right. Okay, so, so Florida is also trying to take away... What is it? Well, tell me what this one is about. Okay, this is in Florida. It bans teaching on sexual orientation completely, any spectrum of the curriculum, including third parties, like, say, a parent talking about being gay, for example. That would be illegal to discuss. Any books talking about sexual orientation will be banned. Any types of curriculum or discussion of the curriculum will be banned in K through 3. K through 3. Yeah. Okay. And then it will restrict it from third grade to eighth grade. It was still restricted after that. Okay. And it actually has very vague language, and for the most part, the government can't enforce it because of the vague language, so it will most likely be enforced by parents, usually like winning some type of legal battle in a similar way to the Texas SB8 abortion law, if you're yeah, basically using a private sector enforcement. Like, this is kind of like, there's no, yeah, there's no federal enforcement, they're just... No state enforcement, yeah. Yeah, no state enforcement, it's just like, if... Some people, if... The abortion bill was like, if someone heard someone was getting an abortion, then they would, like, report it or something, and then they had to... Yeah, the Texas SBA bill, uh, it worked basically saying that, like, say, an Uber driver drove somebody to a clinic or somebody helped pay for it, the procedure, after um, six weeks of pregnancy with no exceptions for victims of rape or incest. That basically means that if that person was involved in either paying for the procedure, driving that person there, like an Uber taxi driver, even unknowingly, or a doctor who performs it, they could be sued for up to $10,000 in Texas. Okay. But it basically works in a similar way to that, where parents can essentially sue for, like, a good deal of money if they're violating the curriculum laws. And and you said those laws are, like, super vague, like... Yeah. Like, the way it's reigned is vague, so it depends on... So it basically can be up to interpretation of the parents and not really the government on whether or not this law was violated. Right. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Do you have any questions? Well, I just feel like yesterday was kind of a depressing day with Ducey signing all those things. I don't agree with any of the things that Ducey signed. Yeah. Um, there was one, though, that was kind of interesting. This was about COVID-19 to end the, the state emergency COVID-19 order. Oh, he, he signed that? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but other than that, uh, there were things like, for example, I mentioned the abortion restrictions, which are... To be honest, like, the fact that, like, the filing enforcement law, and it's going to be enforced by the state attorney general, the, and the fact that it doesn't include exceptions for victims of sexual assault as well is very bad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, do, what do, why do you think Ducey's doing this? I mean, it's the, 
He's not gonna run again. No, he's term limited, by the way. Yeah. So, so this is it. And I, I was actually thinking, like, wow. Well, if he signs all this, like, what's the GOP gonna run on for governor, right? Like, yeah. Would this motivate the Democratic base yeah, ahead of the midterms? Is that's the what question. I was thinking. I'm hoping it. If it could lim- motivate some people to realize, like, this this is a really important position, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I was surprised by this move. I just, I mean, surprised and not surprised, I guess. Yeah, and I mentioned that Arizona has a trigger law on the books for abortion, which means they'll basically outlaw the procedure completely, automatically, as soon as Roe v. Wade is overturned. Oh, okay. Yeah, it has a trigger law. I think there's several other states that are conservative leaning that have that on the books. Really? Yes. Okay. And what do you think this Donsuke gay and the trans stuff on the GOP side, like, what what are they trying to, what kind of message are they telling the people? That basically, if you're anybody except a white straight male, that basically means that you're irrelevant, I think is the message that they're trying to send, in my opinion, at least. Well, yeah, but not their base doesn't think that, right? Yeah, their base, what message are they trying to say? I think this is somehow parental rights, I think, is the message that they've tried to frame it, kind of like how Glenn Youngkin won very successfully in 2021 by using that frame of messaging, right, on parental rights. Oh, really? Who is he? The governor of Virginia. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember Who, who that. beat Terry McAuliffe, remember? Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he ran on the message of parental rights and education. Oh, on that critical race theory stuff, right? Yeah, on the commercial. Okay. And, like, and he, he, Yunkin, by the way, signed a law banning critical race theory. Mm-hmm. And in order, and parents could send emails to the governor's uh, office with a so-called tip line, I guess, saying that they can report violations from a broadly enforced law. So, yeah, just it's a lot of room for people to exploit it in ways that could potentially, I think, be unethical, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel for, you know, like trans kids. You know, they have high risk of suicides, for example, and, you know, sports, I think it's been proven study after study that improves mental health. So the fact that he's doing this to people is just egregious, I think. Yeah. It's and by the way, he's solving a problem that doesn't exist about, like, trans people dominating sports and making it uncompetitive, to be honest. It almost rarely happens because, you know, the thing is, very um, second, first off, most people are cisgender, so it's not going to make a huge difference. And for the people who are trans, it just leaves them open to discrimination, and that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, and they already have a solution for that from dealing on this by case by case basis. So why are they? They're just trying to gin up their base. Both of both the abortion and the trans bills were introduced by one Republican state senator, by the way. Oh, uh, who was that? Uh, Bartow, Nancy Bartow. Mm-hmm. And who does she? What um, area does she represent? Uh, I think like the Buckeye area. Oh, okay. So not that far away or anything. Yeah, let's, yeah. Okay. And so she got both of those bills through. Yeah, the abortion one and the trans bill. Um, okay. Yeah, she, um, she um, sponsored bills that would ban, like, sex education before fifth grade and oh. promoted hydroxychloroquine and promoted Trump's false claims about overturning the election. Yeah, it's interesting to me, you know, if you don't want abortion, why we can't... Why are you opposed to contraception? Yeah, like, let's just get, let's get more, 
you know, education, and but we want to ban sex education, and we want to. You know. I'll actually correct you. It's like Anthem in Northern Phoenix is where the district is. That's oh, Anthem. Oh, okay. See, like right, right by Peoria, like Northern, like think like Moon Valley area is where she represents. Oh, I see. So, okay. like, she appeals to all the social conservatives in that area. Mm-hmm. This district is Karen Fans, by the way. Oh, and well, that's Wendy Rogers' district. Well, you're. I'm pointing on a map. Yeah, he's pointing on a map. We can't see that. But. Yeah, let's do. Um. Okay, well, is there anything else you want to say about Ducey, and when does he term out? He terms out next year, so he will leave office on January 3rd, 2023. Okay, and he really kind of sent a message here... About echoing the most far-right socialist conservatives of the Republican Party, essentially. Yeah, he's no longer kind of... Moderate in in the way that people viewed him in the past. Yeah. Other news. Um, so oh, we have more? Okay. Yeah, just forgotten topics. Okay, okay. So Karen Fan, the Arizona State Senate president, um, she is spending $500,000 of taxpayer money to keep the records from the Arizona Maricopa County Cyber Ninjas audit secret from the public in court. Because the court keeps asking? Yeah, for, for the records to be public, but she doesn't want them to be public. What do you think she's hiding? Um, that is a partisan exercise that wastes taxpayer money. <laughs> which we all know is true. <laughs> and um, Trump's phone records, I think, that were submitted by the January 6th committee, I think it had like seven to eight hour gaps, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Some people. So it's going to be like, like, yeah, there's... like, where's the emails? It's going to be like, where's the phone records? Yes. Okay, cool. Did Trump channel Nixon is what it says in a headline on the Arizona Republic. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And anything else that we that's something you want to talk about this week? Um, there are some other bills. These bills haven't got through the state legislature to the governor's desk, um, but they're being in consideration. There is one bill that will ban what is broadly described as quote critical race theory. Okay. What they described very who, broadly. Who put that one up? Oh, I don't know. But, oh, okay. Um, I thought maybe it might have been the same woman. Um, it basically bans what is broadly described as critical race theory, not in the legal or academic form, but in an entirely different definition. And it'll basically like create more hostility to teachers is what some people are concerned. Representative Judy Schweitbert, uh, a Democrat from like the northern Phoenix area, expressed concerns in a hearing that this could potentially lead to an increase in the teacher shortage due to hostility from parents. Yeah, who'd want to be a teacher, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after, you know, some have been receiving death threats at school board meetings and many others, so it's very sad. Right. And there's also a bill, I, rep- I mentioned one by a Representative John Cavanaugh, right? Oh, yeah. That would basically ban any individual from filling police within 15 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's that hasn't gone through or anything. Yeah, but it's being debated on, I think, in committees and things like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's a institution well, thing, right? First Amendment issue, right? Because I think filming police officers is protected under the First Amendment in, like, the vast majority of cases, right? Yeah. So there's definitely going to be some First Amendment issues with that if he wants to defend that bill in court, I would suspect. Okay. So I guess we're just going to spend a lot of time in court on these, on some of these bills? Spend a lot of time and tax money as well. Yeah. So what bills are going to definitely be fought that uh, are the ones that Ducey signed? Definitely the abortion one's going to be fought, like, hard. Okay. There's already a case going in mid, uh, 
headed before the Supreme Court Dodds v. Jackson in Mississippi, which passed a very similar abortion bill to the one in Arizona. Okay. And that seems like the case that many expect will overturn Roe v. Wade if it come once they come on a final ruling. That's going to be the potential for overturning Roe v. Wade they view that case as. Uh, and then, then that will make, if, if it overturns, then the, we'll have a trigger law in Arizona. Yes. Mm-hmm. And basically means that sexual assault victims will be forced under government forced pregnancy yeah no freedom for everything except women's bodies right yeah and means that rapists will become fathers yeah basically right yes well whatever whatever not i don't know if you call him a father but yeah i think so i guess (laughs) but you know the thing is most sexual assault crimes don't act most crime most sexual assaults don't even get reported to law enforcement so there's potential for an abusive thing yeah yeah. So it could be very bad. Oh, I don't like... I don't like that. Yeah. Yep. And... And the citizenship bill I mentioned due to the Supreme Court ruling in 2013, that's definitely going to be fought in the courts with tax money as well. The voter thing that D.C. signed? Yes. Okay. And in Florida, I do see that there's potential for the Don't Say Gay bill or the Parental Rights and Education bill as it's titled... Uh, to potentially be fought in court over First Amendment issues, but because it's enforced by private citizens, it essentially allows the same legal loophole as the Texas abortion law, essentially. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and it will. And due to that, it's gonna it's gonna face some legal challenges, but might be hard to argue because citizens are gonna be enforcing the law for the most part, due to the broad language of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a mess. Yeah, so in my opinion, I don't like those, but I did lay out all, all the facts which I covered. Um, I've I written everything down. Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, um, thanks for talking today, and I'll I'll let you wrap it up. All right. Um, just remember, form your own conclusions and stay above the noise. Peace out. <laughs>